This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome everybody to the City event. As you'll notice, I'm not Adam again. Adam is away. He's getting married. Uh, so all the best to him. Um, yeah, quite exciting time for him. I'm sure he's going to be quite busy. You'll have noticed that neither of us were very active this weekend on Twitter, to be honest with you, because, well, we both had a really busy weekend. However, Andy, welcome on in. Hello, hello, hello. How are we? Oh, good, mate. Now, I can't really comment much about the game because I only watched the extended highlights. So, give us a rundown of what happened at Barrow. Ah, uh, well, I, I watched it on iFollow, so I, obviously you can only see what you see that they give you picture-wise. But it was very much the same as Donny. Um, we were very slow. We had all the possession, but it were all sideways and backwards, to be honest. Um, we there weren't much interest shown from a lot of the players, in my opinion. Um, I'm not sure what people, what, what we're seeing with Chapman. Like, he's, he's, he's not filling me with any confidence, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because in pre-season, I, I, thought he, I thought he came off really well. He looked uh, a, a level above, to be honest with you. So, what, what run down his performance? How, how, why was it so he, bad? He, he just doesn't look interested. Like, it, it looks like he just, can't be asked, um, and he's, he's, he seems a little frightened to take his man. He, I don't know whether it's because of confidence or whatever, but it seemed it just seemed non-existent to to be honest. And until the only person that put in a decent performance would have been Young. Yeah, he came on and he lit it up. He, he looked like he wanted some. And he added that bit of spark that we needed. Um, but defensively as well, just it the def- the defensive performance, like it, it, it was just poor. I don't know how Rydell's just in the team. Yeah, Fold. it seems that's a few people have mentioned that already. So you're saying backfold, so what you think he should come in? Yeah, I, I don't think Rydell should have been able to walk straight back into the team after whatever his injury was. Um, he folds has had a really strong preseason from what I've seen, 
um, from reports that we've had. And um, yeah, like Rydell's just, again, he just seems off the pace. And it, for me, it, it was just a terrible performance. That third goal could have been prevented. If, if faults were on the pitch, I don't think we'd have considered that third. Yeah, I mean, looking back at the goals, pretty scrappy for two of them at least. Um, uh, Platt, Platt got beaten for the first one quite easily. And Smallwood, well, we, which looked like to me from what I saw that he was pretty much everywhere, but there were people going past him quite quite easily. So when I'm looking yeah. at the first goal, it did look like he got taken over and then Platt just... You know, it was a good finish, to be fair, outside the area or just inside. Um, but other than that, I mean, watching the other two goals, it looked so sloppy. It looked like last season again. It, it felt like it, mate. It definitely felt like it. I think Platt, when when he's um, hassled and hurried, is not loving it. And he gets, he gets a bit scared and freaks out a bit. And he loses all composure, um, which is what I noticed. And to be fair, um, on on the commentary uh, from Saturday, again, the commentators were saying how flustered he gets when he's put under pressure. To be fair, Barrow pressed really well. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all over us. I mean, e- even the Rolls-Royce himself looked a bit flustered at times. Um, but he didn't have his best performance, didn't Critchlow? And Lewis, he... He um, when when that first goal went in, it, it looked like his head dropped a bit. To be fair to him, um, I think it's a big learning curve for him. Obviously, with it being his first full sort of like pro season in the football league, but um, it, it looked like his head dropped a bit. But yeah, it, it, it just for me there, there were far too many fives and sixes, and not enough seven eights nines. Do you think that that is? I know that it's obviously been mentioned quite a bit on Twitter. Do you think it's it's a matter of the team need to gel? Well, every every team's got new players. Whether anybody's had as much of a turnover as we have is another question. And yeah, they do need to gel. And don't get me wrong, I'm not sat here thinking, yeah, this is the season's gone to shit. It's, it's finished. It's game over. But what you, you can't. You can't sit back and accept a performance the way they played. They didn't do it the Bradford way, which we all know. If you if you put it all in and still lose, we'll crap you off the pitch. Mm-hmm. But they, they want any they want any sort of like resilience in that team at all. And it did feel a bit like last season. And yeah, they do need a gel. And I'm not I'm not throwing my toys out of the pram and I'm not overly concerned at this point. Definitely judge the season 10 to 15 games in because doing it now is ridiculous. You, you don't win or lose a season in two games, let's yeah. be fair. Um, but going, going forward, yeah, I, I think it needs to chill. I think Hughes needs to get and play in the, with a quicker tempo. There's just it, the, the build up, as we saw at Doncaster as well, the build up is just so slow. It's great having all this possession and nice passing football, but when it's going side to side, then backwards. You're not getting goals, and we need that emphasis more on goals, which is what Young brought when he came on. He came on and he grabbed the game by its scruff at neck, and he wanted to have a go, and um, he made things happen. Yeah, I, I, again, 
looking back at the highlights from what I saw, he looked he looked like he was a man determined to do something for us. And obviously, he, I mean, the goal, whether it went in or not, um, I, I mean, from the angle, from what I saw, it didn't look like it got in. But apparently, the, the referee had a watch on that, that said it went over the line. But I didn't think that we had that technology. In, in I don't anything. think we have that technology. Um, I hadn't heard all about that. From what, what I saw, from what I saw, obviously, I watched it on iFollow. Um, it were it were well over line, and to be fair, a lot of a lot of their fans were um, going into uh, writing into commentators saying that it had crossed line. Right. So if their fans are validating it, then who are we to say anything else otherwise? But I did I did think he'd, he'd, he'd knackered the chance. To be fair, I thought he fit a bit too hard, but no, 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 not a bad goal, not a bad goal. Fair play no. to. But you know, you've, we're talking about this. We're talking about the, you know, this team needs to score goals. At the end of the day, we got two goals. Um, that's scruffy. something. Very scruffy yeah. goals, and it, uh, not. I wouldn't say it were the um, sort of brand of football Mark Hughes is trying to instill into the team for the goals scored. Don't get me wrong. Two goals, winning, happy days, and then the defense has massively let us down. We just no game management, which I feel were a massive problem we had last season as well. Um, maybe that's because we've got quite a young squad. I don't know. But um, game management is something that we need to work on for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't want anybody thinking I'm a happy clapper. I was absolutely livid when I saw the score. I managed to catch the last 10 minutes of um, listening into the game. and I was, <laughs> I was not happy. I had to literally just... Um, Stay away from Twitter for the night just because I just thought, no, I can't, oh. I can't deal with this tonight. I just thought, I just want to stay away from it. But it was my mum and dad's golden anniversary this weekend, so we went out with them. So that's that's the reason. I mean, how selfish are them to get married? Uh, you know, how married. dare they? How dare know, they? Right? How dare they? Have so a that, word. And that meant, because I was hoping to get up to Barrow as well. But then again, I suppose I've saved myself some money. But um, yeah, uh, one last question I want to ask you about the game is that, we seem to again carry on with the one up front. How did Vidane Oliver play? I I wasn't convinced by his signing in first place. Um, I made that quite clear, and um, I st- I'm still yet to be convinced by him. To be honest, yeah, he's a unit up top, fair enough. But he just I don't know whether it's the style of play that we're that, that we're trying to go for. But one up top. I'm not a fan of this one up top lark anyway, let's be fair. But Oliver is seemed non existent. Andy, Andy Cook put in a ballsy performance when he came on as a sub. And I'm not his biggest supporter by any stretch, but he put in a ballsy performance. He, he came on, he wanted something. Mm. Um, and Oliver, for me, he's, he's not done anything to massively. Impress me or get me excited since since he's joined so far. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Against Doncaster, yeah, I think that we have changed this, the way we play. And I, t- I talked to Gab Sutton when we'd signed him, and he said, "I'm really surprised you've gone for him because he's not the kind of player that you'll go for. The, the, the kind of play." There seems to be a lot of crosses into the box because we feel that he will get there. I mean, for instance, he was wasn't in League League One last season. He was the um, most aerial aerial wins in the league by a country mile, so it wondered whether we 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 did try and change to it towards that. But so far, I've not 
I've not. But then again, he hasn't had a proper preseason. He's come straight into the team, like a couple of them have. You know, you've mentioned Rydal already. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Halliday as well has come straight in. Um, I don't it, think it's a fitness issue, though, mate, um, with him at all. I, I think he's we, basically the tactic is ping the ball in for Oliver's head, but it's been found out straight away. And, P, and opposition managers are, are, are seeing team sheet and knowing if he's on pitch, we want a couple of lads on him at all times, make his life miserable. And yeah. he's getting marked out again, which is making him really quiet. So it's. it's is not be is not having chance to be able to hold it up or affect play and or, or even have a crack to be fair. So for me, like I say, it, for me, it were an odd choice when we signed him. I didn't know much about him, but he just didn't seem like the sort of player I want too excited by him. And hopefully, it changes. It, it turns it round like, and it proves me wrong. I'd love him to, but right now, I'm, I'm not convinced. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. And obviously, we do need to give him some time. We do need to give these older players a bit of time to, to, to come through. But to lose in the manner we did on Saturday is very, very disappointing. And there's that, certainly that sinking feeling again of, oh. Here we go again. <laughs> this is what it's like to support Bradford. Here we go again. And, uh, you know, I'm getting messages from all my mates who support other teams going, oh, yeah, what's going on here then? And it's just like, you know, we just want something. But I suppose that all kind of brings us on to his next point. So we're talking about, we're going to talk about Hull tomorrow uh, in the League Cup. They have one win, one draw so far. They've started the season pretty well in the Championship. So do we go in with a strong team, do you think, tomorrow, Andy? Um, yeah, I, I think I think he's going he's gonna to have to. He needs to try and get some sort of belief into this team. And if if he puts out a strong side tomorrow and we get a result against all, that might be the catalyst that kicks that season straight away, for sure. Yeah, I agree. And um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just hoping against the, you know, the Sunderland game. I know it was preseason game before anybody starts, but <laughs> performance against them was was absolutely brilliant. And I'm just wondering whether we might be tailored better to a team a little bit higher up in the leagues, which. Well, well, yeah, well, you've got to think League Two footy primarily up until like maybe the last season or two is a 4 4 2, it's it who fit and up for best. Mm. And it's that sort of league, it's a very physical league where the football we're trying to play is it's all tick attacker, pass it, pass it around. You know, it's not as physical, it's trying to play around teams, which they're all just going to sit back and go and defend. But Hull tomorrow. They they're gonna come out at us because they they don't fear us and we should go into that game without fearing them as well because we can exploit the spaces with the passing game that Hughes is trying to instill. Um, we can exploit the the spaces then and hopefully get our game going. And like I say, if we get if we get a good win tomorrow night, then it, it leads us perfectly into going a new uh, playing Newport on Saturday. Indeed, yeah, and I think that. I just want to see a proper performance tomorrow. Um, I think a lot of us, we want to see that Bradford mentality instilled again into them. Yeah. I mean, even when, to be fair, even when Hughes came in, I mean, to be fair, he couldn't have done much worse than Derek Adams. Um, <laughs> but we still had that, 
you know, you could see there was that passion. We haven't seen that yet this season. So I'm hoping tomorrow night against Hull, we're going to see something. And I, I wouldn't mind seeing a couple of changes. I wouldn't mind seeing Young start for, you know, I think I would almost like to see Cookie because he does look like a man possessed who, who wants to Yeah, he wants to prove the club wrong. He wants to say, right, you brought in another striker instead of me. I want to show you that I, I am good enough for this football club. And yeah. if that's the mentality, I mean, let's face it as well, as I mentioned before, the, the amount of weight loss he's had as well has been phenomenal. You knew that he was going to work hard. He probably got told in the summer, you're not going to be first choice anymore, Cookie. And he's gone, all right, then I'll prove you wrong. And, and that's the kind of player you want. That's the yeah. kind of players that you need at this football club. And I have no doubts in my mind that he got offered, he had a few choices last season, at the end of the season, to, to move on. I have no doubt whatsoever, but I know that he must have just gone, you know what, I'm going to fight for my place. And those are the players that will come through towards the end of the, you know, probably mid, mid-season when, yeah. when, whenever, when we do start to know what our first full team is. I mean, we've still got Odyssey that are coming yet as well. That's the other thing. I think when he does, I, I think you might see his move to a back three. Yeah, well, we've said this before, haven't we? We have, we have. I, but do you know what? I wouldn't mind, like, if we were on bench on Saturday, we're on Cena. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a back three against still Try it out. It's a cup game. Like, yeah. it, you, you know, it's winner takes all anyway. So why not, why not give it a, why not give it a go? Um, what, what do you reckon then? Um, Give us for line up tomorrow. What what are you thinking? Who, who's playing where and when? I think you're probably right. I th- I think he might go with about three. Um, and, and again, it's weird to say this, but we'd have two left-footed central defenders, which are a rarity on their own anyway. It's <laughs> a one of them. So I think you've got. I'd like to see Critchlow. I'd like to see Adesina. I'd like to see Platt. I think. And then kind of playing with wing-backs. I, I go on about wing-backs so much, but I think with some wing-backs would be really good. In the middle, I'd like to see, you know, Smallwood. I'd like to see East again. I think East um, has been pretty good so far. Um, the new player, which we'll mention in a little bit, I'd like to see him, I'd like to see him coming in. Um, but I'd like to see two up front. It's got to be two up front. Yeah. and whether that's Cookie who comes in or even Young, because it's going to be difficult to drop Young, don't you think? Oh, yeah. that He, he deserves a start. The way he came on, like I say, he, he was the only sort of like seven or eight player on uh, against Barrow. And he, he deserves a start. I think him up front with Cook or... Well, no, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Oliver take a break, have a kick cat, get, <laughs> get cooking, get cooking. Up front there with 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 young, why not new new lad on right? Um, Chapman on left. See what happens. Yeah, and it and it might be a bit more of an attacking play. I I'm presuming because he is ready to to start. I suppose we'll better go into him about him now. So <laughs> <laughs> so someone had tweeted um, about whether Bradford were going to sign a winger. And City then did uh, their, their emoji with a dollar sign on it. So the thoughts were, obviously, who is that going to be? It's obviously Banks, money. So we brought in Scott Banks from Crystal Palace on a season loan. He is a Scottish under-21 player. Um, he started off in, well, he started off in Scotland. He started off, um, I think he started off at Dundee, I want to say. Uh, Palace signed him for four hundred to £500,000. 
He played a little bit in the Scottish League for like teams like Alloway, I want to say Stenhouse Moor, I might be wrong with that one. But he's he's knocked around a little bit. Um, but they obviously had a little bit, of, they had more, uh, they felt he had more potential, which is why he was playing for the Crystal Palace uh, under-21s premiership team last season. And if anybody's been watching these highlights, if you haven't, make sure you do. The guy is a set piece master, ain't he? No, he looks he looks pretty good. Like I've I've not heard of him before on today, so like I can't really comment too much on him. But looking at the highlight highlight reel, he looks like he's got something about him, and it might only be Prem two under twenty threes. Um, but like to, in set, I think it's ten goals in seventeen appearances last season with five assists on top. Now, yeah, it might not be a true men's football. But you're playing against a class of player in the Prem Two, so it, it it gives me optimism. And from what I can, from what I've seen and read, he's got a bit of pace about him as well, which is what we're crying for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, there was a lot of clubs after him. The feeling is, from what I've been reading, is that they're quite surprised he's come to us. They expected he'd be going to League One. So the fact that we've we've got him and. I mean, we needed that, don't we? We need that yeah. pace. We need that pace desperately to, to, you know, on the wings and also with the three kicks. I, I said this, like, I mean, obviously Smallwood hit the he hit the post in the first game against Doncaster from a, from a free kick. But looking at the highlight reel, he didn't look great against Barrow with his free kicks in set pieces. No. So I'm assuming that Banks will probably come in. But who else would you have as... Uh, set piece for City if it wasn't for Smallwood. If if it weren't for Smallwood, if he were fit, uh, Jamie Walker. I quite I quite like Jamie Walker's set pieces. To be fair, um, he's, he's well. We, just, we know what Jamie Walker's about, don't we? But I think Smallwood pulling rank um, the way I saw him do it against Doncaster and pulling rank against Barrow as well. For me, I don't I don't think that's the way to go about it. Yeah, you're the captain, but. Make give it to the give it to the best guy to take it, um, uh, or give someone else an opportunity if you're if you're having a stinker with every set piece you take. So for for me, Smallwood should leave all the set pieces alone. And yeah, yeah. Give it to this new guy. Give it to yeah. give it to Scott Banks. I wonder if that, I wonder if that's been part of the the deal. that said that they will <laughs> let him do that. I mean, I doubt it, but I mean, you look back at like I always think about um, the, the goalkeepers in the past, like Simon Eastwood, whose contract stated that he had to play, and he was terrible for us. Absolutely yeah. shocking. He's, he went on and did reasonably well, but I wonder if there is anything like that, you know, in his in his uh, his contract and said, "Oh, come on, we're going to let you have the free kicks." You mentioned about Jamie Walker as well, by the way. Just for anybody who doesn't know. He, Jamie's got a, it's a knee injury, isn't it, Andy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, going for a specialist, uh, I think it will be today, actually. So hopefully we'll find out the extent of that um, pretty soon. Hopefully it's not too long, though. Yeah, hopefully not. I mean, they mentioned that it might be a couple of months, is what they were saying. So hopefully, fingers crossed for Jamie, we'll have him back soon. I know poor old Bowers will probably be crying into his soup tonight. <laughs> Because, <laughs> because he's out and I'm sure he'll probably be sending flowers around to Jamie's house, no doubt. No digging. Um, but yeah, a, a big loss. Big loss because Jamie's... Jamie started... I mean, Jamie's just started off really well for me. Um, I, it's a big, big loss. 
big loss for us. Huge. He's, he's got he's got the backing of fans as well, which if you've got the fans on side, that's going to help your game massively. So he's full of confidence, isn't he? Yeah. And um, yeah, for, for, for that to happen, and obviously um, Odisebe in, in Donny game, it's an unfortunate opening couple of weeks. Put it that way. I think I think there's two big misses there. Odisebe looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, in that first sort of like ten minute spell before before uh, that that tackle, which won't go into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he, he looked like he was going to do bits. But again, hearing that it's only six months now, to me yeah. that must mean that's a really clean break. That the thing's going to heal really well. So could he be? He, he might be back with plenty of games to play this season to actually have an impact. That's crazy to think about, isn't it? Especially at the time, I just mm-hmm. thought this is him. Done for the season without a doubt. Yeah, same here. I, I I wasn't expecting to see him again this season, but if the same six months, who knows? Could do some bits for us still. Well, I, like you said, you mentioned about how how that even those ten minutes, <laughs> um, he was everywhere. He was yeah. absolutely everywhere. Again, I've mentioned it before about Cookie, but he was a man possessed. <laughs> he was literally all over the pitch, um, and it is it's a massive massive shame that that we lost him. And yeah. He, I think I think you can say it's good news yeah. that he, that he might only be out for six months. I imagine that. I mean, knowing him, probably he will work really hard to get that sorted. But I'm just so thankful it's not a fracture or um, anything like that, or a you know, yeah, it could have been it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a career ender. Like there's players that have had double leg breaks that haven't come back from it. Let's be fair. Yeah. So I mean, if if we're talking six months and he's upbeat as well, he's ready for the fight to come back. All power to him and wishing best recovery. I reckon. Yeah, I, and I tell you what, medical science these days is just phenomenal. I remember yeah. reading um, in Clough's book about how his career ended because he was I don't even know, but like he used to score millions of goals. Hmm. He he snapped his cruciate ligaments. That was him done. Career finished, and that just doesn't happen anymore. No. Yeah, it's bizarre, but yeah, like you said, I've gone off on a bit of tangent, but yeah, it, it, hopefully for him, we'll see him back soon. We really want to because pre-season he looked great. He really did, even against. I mean, none of them looked great against Chesterfield, and uh, none of them looked great against Barrow. So I don't know whether that's <laughs> a little link with that. So, uh, but yeah, all the best, and um, so we've got. I'll tell you what we'll do: predictions. Um, preview so we've got Newport on Saturday we do are you yeah. going down I, oh no you won't be going of course you won't be going down no it's at home isn't it <laughs> I was just thinking I was like, oh Newport no it's at home I, be going. I am going uh Newport so anything about how they've started their season so far well it's it's been pretty hopeless um they haven't, they've, they've lost the last six games in a row wow um now whether that's a good thing or a bad thing because when it gets to that sort of stage of in a row losses, they're either going to come out and batter someone eventually, or they're going to get walked all over. Hopefully, it's a lot for us. Yeah, but, but knowing City, it's not. Going it's, to be. It's, come on, I know. Do you know what? He's. I mean, you're right. This is City. We lose these games. We always do it. We did it last season. We did it season before. If anyone's in poor form, they always come to Valley Parade and just upset us. Um, and it 
yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it again under, to be honest with you. No. Um, I, I tell you what, one thing I did see about last week, uh, their home game, or sorry, their, their away game at Walsall, uh, when they lost 1-0, um, some of their fans were giving uh, Mickey Flynn some abuse. That's ridiculous. I don't I don't understand that. He did such a sterling job with them when, when he had them. Like, and why, why would they do that? I, I don't get it. It's ridiculous. I mean, after what he did for them and he stayed and he was offered much bigger jobs at the time and he turned them all down. He obviously wanted, it was time for him to have a new challenge and he was at the game for probably, I think, about six months. But the um, that but, uh, Newport have had to come out on, on Twitter and say, we are now aware of these abusive allegations that Flynn had mentioned in the post-match conference and I'm like what why why on earth is he getting abused it just doesn't make any sense that's that's weird I, I just don't get that these football fans for you are we're the most fickle people in the world let's be fair yeah um you, you go from hero to zero like click of finger but yeah it, it's it's not on it's not on at all and he shouldn't he shouldn't be getting abuse of any sort from Newport fans like you say, he did wonders with them on such a shoestring budget as well. Yeah, like he he transformed Newport into actual playoff contenders from mid-table League Two. So yeah. with, with nothing, he had no money. Um, so I don't I don't get it personally, but um, I I hope we give him a good hiding on Saturday just <laughs> just as a hats off to the captain himself. Indeed, hats off to the captain. Um, yeah, it's I, I'm hoping. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think tomorrow we might understand a bit more about how we're going to set out against Newport. I just hope that, just hope that we're not that we can start going. We can start kicking <laughs> on. I mean, all three of us have been the happy clappers all pre-season, and now it's like, oh, you know, even. <laughs> It's hard work, isn't it? It's hard work. Like we 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 get pelters for for being happy clappy, but when we have a start like this, it 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 straight away just knocks the wind out of your sails, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it really does. But if we if we can play this game and we can speed it up a bit, I don't think we're going to have much to worry about this season on the whole. Yeah, I I think so. I think people just worry because. It was a poor performance. Um, it is Bradford City. And we'll just have to see what goes with that, Andy. We, we don't do all easy, do we? So, no. like, and, and to be fair, I've seen a lot. I'm not massive on my stats personally, but I've seen a lot of... Um, we've been, we've like lost five or six games at the start of the season, got promoted. We've had a really good start to the season and get relegated. So, yeah. it's just how Bradford City do things. They just like to make us all go bold and whatnot. You, do you know what? You're so right with that last point as well, because, you know, obviously when we had Jamie on last week, he was talking about when Chewell was nearly sacked when, you know, against the Bolton game. And I don't, I think, you know, I think we won one game in something like the first seven or eight or something like that. Yeah. And then the team gelled and then it came together and it worked. I mean, I'm not saying that that is necessarily going to happen with every team who's, you know, have a new team, but you've also got to remember we've had what, 12, 13, 14 new players in this squad together. So it is a completely new team. There's no doubt about that. And you mentioned also about Colin Colin Todd's team where we were, I think, did we win three or four on the bounce? And then, you know, we were... Yeah, exactly. 
I remember talking to my mate and going, oh, I can't wait for the championship. I genuinely, <laughs> stupidly thought we were going to go up that year. And then it just fell apart. So it's too early. It's too early in the season to know what what's going to happen in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's too early to know what's going on in the season, what's going to happen in the season. But you're still allowed to be extremely annoyed by the state of the performances we've had so far. Um, there's work, there's massive room for improvement. And um, people that travel to Barrow, um, the, it were a wasted journey for them, to be fair, from what I saw. They might have other thoughts, the ones that were there in person. Um, but but for me, I I was just so angry because we've got we've got the quality. That's that's my that's my issue. Is last season, some you, you, I didn't think we had that much quality in the team. I thought we had a bit, and it were underutilized. But this season, you see these signings that are coming in and the CVs they've got, and there's quality there individually. Each of these players should be slamming this league. And to see him not really bring it together on pitch, it's quite frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, completely. Couldn't couldn't disagree with with anything you've just said there. And and it is the case. And it's just, I guess we just have to wait and see. We just have to wait. This, you know, that there's always that team that start off really badly. We look at Bolton as well, for instance, and look at Stockport so far. By the way, <laughs> yeah, they're Too not awesome. having a great start. No, but does that mean anything? Would would you say that that means anything to them? No, it doesn't, does it? So why would it? Why does it matter anything to us? We haven't, lo- you know, we've got a point. Um, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I think we could have played Doncaster for another ninety minutes and we probably wouldn't have scored. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. It, it, again, it's just the no attacking threat and this one up top. The second the other team, Max Oliver or Angle's the only one that's really worked for me in one up top because he can run when yeah. he's not pulling up with his army. He, he he can run and he gets in behind pretty well. So for, it works kind of with Angle, but I, I just hate seeing one up top. I, I've been bouncing off each other because even if Oliver gets it and holds it up, he's got to wait three hours before anybody's even near him. To get, you know what I mean? Like it's next week before someone's near him to to collect it. So, what's the point? Like it winds me up so much. I yeah, hate, I hate that formation, mate. Yeah, I do, I do. I I, I really didn't think we were going to play with that. But um, Angle's an interesting one because obviously people are worried that he's going to get injured again. The problem, the problem was last season was that the training methods for him were not suited to what he is. You do have to wrap him up in cotton wool, sadly, but that that's him. I'm not saying that it's the same, but Ledley King at, at Spurs, he used to only train once a week because of his because of his legs. Yeah. Um and Angle is the same. And, and what we had to do is we had to look after him. And unfortunately a previous manager, I won't say who his name is, didn't do that. Didn't look after him at all. And so him back as well. Absolutely. And he also did that with Jamie Walker as well, which is where Jamie got injured last season. So, but Angle's got so much potential. We haven't seen it yet this season. Um, Against BPA, he looked very good. He looked like he was going to be absolutely brilliant this season. I just, we just need to work out these little tweaks and hopefully Sparky will get it sorted and we'll, we'll be all right. 
Yeah, I've, I've got I've got full faith in him. Um, I think we need to stick with him all season, regardless of results. I, I think we need to stay with him into next season, regardless of whether, like I've said, it'll be a disappointment if we don't go up via autos. But if we don't go up at all, it'll be a disappointing season, don't get me wrong. But we need that stability. We need to keep Spark, We need to keep all the Sparky the best we can. I don't think he'll stay if we don't go up. Do you not? I don't. I think he'll. I think he'll go. I well, you see, if we don't go up, I think he's not going to have any options. I I think this is last chance saloon for him. If he doesn't make it work at Bradford City, I think he's done in management. Oof. See, yeah. I I don't think he'll have a problem getting another club, but it'll be again, it'll be higher up. But I I genuinely don't believe he'll be here if if we don't go up this season. I don't think. Uh, I I I'm. I'm going to have to disagree with you, mate. I uh, think this is last chance saloon. You've got to remember as well, he contacted us. He contacted us to get that conversation. And he said many times he wasn't getting conversations because you've not done it at this level. You've been out of the game too long. This, that and the other. He's been, yeah, he's back in the game now in League 2 with Bradford City. But if he fails at Bradford City, you failed in League 2, mate. And then he'll, he's, he's, he's going to hang it up. He's getting on himself now. And I think if he fails, that'll be sort of like final nail in coffin. But it's not going to fail. I've got full faith in Mark Hughes. I, I, I trust him. And I know I think he knows what he's doing. He's got enough about him to, to get us out of this league. And like I say, I'm sounding really doomsday tonight. But he's... We, sh- we shouldn't be. I, I'm, just, I'm just annoyed from from last two performances. That's all it is. Yeah, but, but do you know what? It's about time that we were like this. It's this is, do you know? I, I mean, I don't want to be, but it's about time that we were, so that people could actually see that we ain't, we ain't just all praise be to the club. No, no, for sure, we're not all praise be to the club. But I also don't want to be like overreacting doom and gloomer because I'm I'm not about that. I like I like to try and give benefit of doubt. Um, it's all what ifs and maybe's at this point. But we're, we're, yeah. we've just got to wait and see. Give give him 10, 15 games. If it's still not going right, then let's revisit it. Yeah, absolutely agree. And, and unfortunately, you know, Maka was still adamant after 10, 15 games that he was going to turn it around. And I don't think anyone really thought he was going to do, which is a shame. But um, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to do the 10, 15 games. Do you know what? We will know so much more about this squad then. Because there's just yeah, so yeah. many players coming in that we don't really know much about their stat. I mean, we know a little bit, but we don't know masses about them. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, look at Odessina. We've not seen him play in a city shirt yet. Um, and he's got talent. We we all we can all see he's got talent. We saw that last season. Um, can he transfer it to a Bradford City shirt in front of 15,000, 16,000 every week? Yet to be seen. But again, I hope he does. And I think we've got we've got quite a young squad this season, mm. and I think once they all start gelling and they, they start sort of like getting their heads into it, I, I don't think we're going to be worrying too much longer. I don't no. think there's going to be many disappointing where we're having to actually be a city event. We can be city happy clappers again. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think we've got. It's, it's more consistency, isn't it? I think yeah. what we're trying to say that we want, we need that consistency. 
if we get, <laughs> I genuinely believe this. If we if we play to our potential, we'll absolutely batter teams. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I can't see anywhere that we don't batter teams. To be fair, I think the my my biggest worry is a lot of teams are going to come to VP this season and do what Donny did and just sit back and co- the, 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 they've come to play for a draw. We need to find a way to get around that. We need to find a way to play against that and score the goals. But we've had, but this isn't something new, is it? This no. is something we've had consistently, get the words out right, <laughs> for the last 15 years or whatever, when we've been, you know, when, we've, when we were first time in, in League Two. So this isn't something new. This is something we often constantly have to deal with. Time wasting after 25 minutes, things like that. The Donny one where 84 minutes they have a corner and they have one man into the box. It's just, ah, but but what I'm trying to say is it's not an excuse anymore. We have to work out how to deal with that because that is all that's going to happen this season. Next season, if we go up, it's going to be a little bit different because there's, there's there's other big clubs in that league. I mean, league League Two now, at League One, sorry, is is phenomenal with, you know, the, the teams that are in there. There's there's two or three teams in there at least that have got thirty thousand capacity grounds. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you know? I totally totally agree with you. It, it is something that we do need to figure out and figure out quickly. Um, but it, it it has been an issue for the last. God knows how many years. But the thing is, a manager's not being given the time to figure it out either. Let's be fair. Over the last few years, like managers haven't been given time because the club are giving into the pressure from fans as well as their own sort of like, let's press a self-destruct button and start again. Um, I, I do think the fans getting on the club's back does affect some of the uh, decisions and I might, I'll probably get pelters for it. Let's be fair. You're going to get one in a minute from me, but finish your point. <laughs> but no, I, I think as a, as a fan base, we, we need to be a bit more tolerant, like just in general. We're, I'm I'm all for airing your views. Like, don't get me wrong. And I, I've aired my views tonight, like with how I feel the team's doing. Um, but I, I, I do feel like that, even though there shouldn't be, the club shouldn't feel any pressure from the fans. Like fans are going to say what they want to say. The club should have big enough balls to be like, right, we're going to go in this direction. This is the way we're going. But I do feel like it affects it. See, I, I, I think I don't really agree with that. I don't think the, I don't think the club, I, I don't see it as any different to any other football club regarding the pressure that is on managers. Look at Twitter. Look at social media now. Completely different ball game. What used to be people used to be venting was either on the radio after the match or um, writing into the newspapers, things like that. And I, I don't think that that's helped. I think one thing that City have got in, wrong on on a numerous basis at numerous times and a lot of the times is they bring in a manager in the summer. He would buy certain players to play in a certain style. But then we bring in somebody else and their style would be completely different. Yeah. So it wouldn't work. And, and we did that. And I, to be honest with you, when you look at when we went down from League One, completely different. I mean, it was Rich, Rich O'Donnell who was saying it. And he said that, you know, we had uh, we had Macker in. He had, you know, a ball-winning team. Then you had um, 
no, it was Mickey Collins, wasn't it? It was Mickey Collins who came yeah. in. Mickey, Mickey Collins and the way that he was playing. David Hopkin, you had um, Grayson. I can't remember who else there was in that season as well. But they were all different managers who played different styles. And I think that that has been part of the reason why it's not worked. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more with that, to be fair, mate. Um, like like you say, you've got you've got Maka that were playing ticker tacker sort of like passing ball, and then and then you've got Opkin that were oof it up. Yeah. And and I think that's what um Rich O'Donnell was saying when, when you spoke to him. Um it, it from one minute to another, you didn't know whether you wanted to play out front back. So so it confuses players and it's not fair on them just as much as it's not fair on us to watch, to be fair, is it? Yeah. Let's be fair. Yeah. Um yeah, so no, I totally agree with you on that point. In fairness, it is, it is. It, we just need to stop this merry-go-round. Yeah, we we do. You're right, and I think there has been a bit of a, a mess. And I, I, I can I can get where you're coming from to a certain extent. Then again, no one yet has got it right. I mean, obviously, like we last season, we we didn't expect to be where we were in January, did we? So no. with the manager that we brought in, but that. But that's the fun of Bradford City. And hopefully, like I say, Hughes, Hughes, I was on BBC Radio Leeds about six months ago and they said, why do you think that Derek Adams wasn't right for Bradford City? I said, because he didn't get what we were about. And they asked, they said, well, what is that? It's passion. It's about passion. Yeah. It's about understanding the fans. It is it, different. It's different. I think it's different for every club. You have to understand and appreciate Bradford. It's Bradford City, the club. And, you like, for instance, Hughes, even against Doncaster, he's pulling all the players across. Come here, give the you know, give the fans a clap. I know that's not everything. I'm not saying that that is, but but that is still something that we appreciate and we understand that. And, and I've got no doubt that that happened again at Barrow. Yeah, and yeah, it's for sure. Like that. No, no, I I, I agree with that. I, I do think Hughes has definitely bought into what the city of Bradford's about. We're an underdog city, aren't we? We are on, on the whole, and and all we want is a bit of fight, a bit of determination, punch above his weight a bit. And I think Hughes is understanding that, and he he, he does understand what we want. And I think like having Glenn Hodges with him as well, with that knowledge of the leagues as well. So between the two of them, I've got no no problem in thinking that they're going to get us out of this league. Like I say, it's been pretty doom and gloom as this episode so far. But let let me just put it out there. I I have a hundred percent faith that we are going up still top three this season. Right, Andy, we're going to take you with that one then. So Andy says top three. Um, I've changed my point. I've gone back to what I said before. I've gone top seven. <laughs> I've oh. gone, I've bottled it. I've bottled it. I did say that. Mate, you're I did having say a that I said that a while back, but I hope I'm wrong. Listen, I really hope I'm wrong. And I hope I'm not wrong in the way that we, we won't be in the top seven, but I hope <laughs> I'm wrong. Um, Andy, I was just going to mention, so about the towels and flags. Yes. Um, so obviously, Adam's um, whisking away his bride-to-be, Mrs. Vent. Um, <laughs> congrats to both of you. Um, so I'm not sure whether he'll be um, able to do um, anything until he's back. But um, as a general rule of thumb, we're not going to do any orders um, unless we've got a minimum set of 20 on the beach towels or the flags. 
if you do want anything, drop um, the city event a DM. Adam deals with it all. If he doesn't reply to you straight away, he's not ignoring you. He's just getting married, um, <laughs> which means he will be ignoring you forever so, and ever because so his missus is going to keep him away. <laughs> but yeah, um, so so yeah, anybody wants anything, um, if you do have any questions, drop me or Chris a DM as well. Um, we'll do his best. I also wanted to mention, mate, um, spaces. Um, yeah. So over the next couple of weeks, while Adam's getting married, um, either myself or Chris, we're going to host spaces um, after the games um, on our own personal accounts. Um, we'll tag the city event in. So just keep your eye out if you do want to come and have a, have, have, have your say on City's performances at the weekend. I think it was missed this weekend, wasn't it? But like I say, yeah. it's just unfortunate that, that that we were we were busy. But they are still a you know a big part of the city event going forwards. We would never get rid of those. There's never any inkling of ever getting rid of them. Plus, it gives us a chance to have event as well, which is what the whole city event was created for was to have event on the spaces. So yeah, they will be around, and we will make sure that. While he's getting married and stuff, we'll we'll keep we'll keep the product going, and hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Uh, but I think that's probably about it. But Andy, uh, any last words? Ah, oh, no. Um, are you going to give me a prediction for tomorrow night or not? Oh, go on then. I'm going to go two one city. You think? It just depends what city I'm talking about, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm going two. I'm... I'm going two one Bradford. I feel like we're going to win tomorrow. I'm going with a one-all with a City win on penalties, a Bradford City win on penalties. Because it goes straight to Pens, doesn't it, in Carabao Cup? Yeah, no extra so. time. No yeah. extra time. So it's straight to Pens. And I think we're going to do them on Pens. Nice one. So Andy thinks Pens, I think 2-1. Andy, appreciate you coming on tonight. Okay. I am Chris as well. Thanks very much, guys. And we'll speak soon. Take care. All the best. Up the city. Go on, Sydney. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.